Hey, I'm Abby. And I'm Isaac. And we're from the new podcast, Maculate Conception. On Starburns Audio. Do you know someone that's undergoing infertility treatment? I bet you do. Or maybe you did. Did you ever talk about it with them? Did you ever want to talk about it with some friends and not love what they had to say? We've been going through this for a long time, and we want to talk about how to talk about it. Come with us on our journey as we struggle to become parents. We hope that it makes it easier for friends and family to talk about infertility together. So join us on our journey. Previews are available now and full episodes starting October 15th. Scoville. Ooh. That's right. I changed my name for the podcast. Thanks, buddy. Daniel Van, Rory Old Van. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to an episode of Pen Pals. We are your Pen Pals. My name is Daniel Van Kirk, along with Rory Scoville. Hi. Um, we're going to get into your letters and write back to you audibly. So many people send us in so many great letters. And the thing that I love is how the gambit that they're all running. That's like, right. Literally tell us anything about your life. I posted a thing on Instagram. I don't. You, yeah, you saw it. I saw it. It just said, I like recess. Swimming or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah I yeah. hate math. Like, yeah, yeah. perfect. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just tell us about your life. Yeah. You don't have to ask us advice. You can go deep. You can go shallow. Yep. We're going to read it and see what we can get out of it. Sometimes, I'm not going to lie, there's some people who send a letter and they're just kind of like, well, what do you guys want to talk about? It's hard for us to dive into uh, <laughs> a response there. Right. So definitely when you write us, Go ahead and put the meat and the potatoes into that mm-hmm. package, and then we can uh, talk at length and really delve into your topic. And like I said, that doesn't mean you got to write a full page. There's some people who have written two sentences, and we've been able to talk about it for 45 minutes. Yes. So feel free to write at uh, at any length. And like I said, the more interesting, the more engaging, the more... Uh, you know, I feel like we've done a lot that have been philosophical. Some have been very real. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's it's been all over the place, and it's been great. I want to remind people to uh, please. This is the, the the mantra that you hear for every new podcast: rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's uh, kind of how we climb the charts and get more people knowing about the show, which ensures we'll be around longer, which ensures you'll have. More of a pen pal in your life for yeah, a longer amount. But not of time. even not even just doing the rate review. Like do that if you if you really enjoy the podcast and you really do like it, it that does sustain it. But also tell like you know post about it, repost, follow yep. us on Instagram, follow our individual Instagrams, follow our Twitter accounts, and like go to them and repost when we say that there's an episode out there. The more people listening if anyone is in their mind going ah they they make these announcements for these crazy financial gains that's <laughs> uh, that is absurd daniel and i are professional entertainers and we have a good idea for how to uh you know entertain you guys when you're in your car or you're jogging or doing something mm-hmm. where you throw on your headset you're on a flight whatever it is uh that's we, we do it because this is truly so fun to do yes so agreed. support it and uh keep it going i love when you said uh people who ask us what do we want to talk about? Like, what do you want to talk about? That doesn't 
we already do that every day in our lives with stand That's our whole act. That's <laughs> right. our life. We're already talking about what we want to talk about. <laughs> right, yeah. We want to talk to you about what you want to talk about. Yeah. That's... I don't even know how to email that back. Like, well, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm like, God damn, man. I'm already thinking about this enough. What I want to What do I want to say? Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, something I'd like to do is... Tell people where they can give us letters. Would you like to hand deliver us a letter? You can do that if yeah. you come to one of our shows. Rory, do you have any dates coming up? You know, the easiest, most simple way is RoryScoville.com, and uh, you can see where I'm going to be so you can hand me those uh, those letters. The third week of August, I'm going to be at the Petaluma Comedy Festival doing a live Dumb uh. People Town. So if you come to that festival, you can and should give me a letter for Pen Pals. When is that? That is like the 17th and 18th, I think, of August. I'll be there doing some stand-up as well. Yes! Yeah. Did okay. you say you're doing stand-up also? I am doing stand-up also. That's going to be great. So okay. come and, come and meet, the, meet the pen pals. Get a picture with your pen pals. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. How often do you get to just connect like that? For us, too. We don't oh, get that kind 100%. of connection. Bring it. And then uh, in the fall, I will be doing a tour of like the southwest and southeast of these fine United States. I will let you know when that happens. I will not direct you to a website because, dear pen pals, I don't have one yet. I have the domains, but I just haven't set one up. Unprofessional. I, it does feel like it. It I know. is, and it is. That's why it feels like that. I'm putting my energy elsewhere. All right, do we want to do we want to get into our letters? Let's letter it up, All right, folks. Let's go to the letters. Okay, here we are. There's a picture with this one that hooked me right away. Yeah. This was a DM on Instagram. Okay, here we go. From at Jordan Joe's. Here we go. Dear Dan and Rory, my dog is a year old now and still not house trained. Ugh. <laughs> he shits wherever he wants all over the apartment and I just don't care that much. There's a turn I did not see coming in this letter. Until I see the look on the faces of my friends and family. <laughs> oh, man. Any tips? I, I'm sorry, but that's... And, any tips? Am I a monster? My dog for reference, Coco. You want to get a look at Coco? You see it. You can Super see it. adorable picture of a... Pizza pillow. What kind of dog is that? Uh, and don't say a like small a, one. I can, I can gather that. I was going to say maybe like a puggle-ish... It's got dog? a puggle vibe. Yes. Okay. I mean, I, ju- I honestly, all I can think about is the dog shitting everywhere, and I just don't care that much. Right. You gotta be fucking. Are you got carpets? Are you doing rugs? Mm-mm. You better. If you don't care that much, you better at least have hardwood floors where you your get deposit. a safe clean. Yep. You're losing your, depo- your deposit. You wanna know some? You just lost your deposit, dude. Yep. There's no doubt this show's so popular your landlord listens to this. There's now, no doubt about that. Now, I okay, this is what I will say to uh to her, our letter our our letter. Is it writer. a her? Yes, it's a her. How do you know? Because I, I looked at the Instagram account. Oh, I see. You did your research. Um yeah, I don't I'm hesitant to say you're a monster. Okay? Monster's a hard word, but I would say you are. Really? <laughs> well, no. here's the thing. Okay, you you have a dog that you're house training, right? We gave our dog away. Shut up. I will not. We gave the dog away. Rory. Yeah. It was not easy. Not an easy. Why? Very difficult to do. Um, too big. We're renting. We don't have much of a yard. The dog is a social breed. We're gone a lot. 
We dove into the dog situation because I was like, I pushed and I said, we're getting a dog. And then we got a dog and it took us three months to be like, I don't know that we're ready for a dog. Okay. But you found Diffi- the dog a good forever home. We did get the dog a good home. Uh, difficult emotionally. The hardest part about emotionally is the constant curiosity I, I have in my mind wondering how my three-year-old daughter is handling handling it because she'll bring up the dog of every now and then and like say something about the dog at one point she thought the dog went away she goes she speaks through her stuffed animals now and uh-huh. she was like um the dog's name is maple and she was like maple went away because um essie was hitting her too much and we were both like that's not why the you did not hit the dog it's not why the dog is gone oh. so it's it's been weird to figure out how she's handling it uh, emotionally, but but before that three months was up and we did pass that dog on, we had a dog trainer um, coming over to teach us who was so incredible that we were going down the road of the dog going to the door and ringing a bell to mm-hmm. let us know that she She's needed getting, to yeah. go outside. Yeah. And I was so impressed how quickly she was like starting to gather that Pavlovian not, response not quick enough of like for what the to do. House. Not quick enough for us because we are very busy people. We move at a very fast pace. <laughs> I bet that was a big decision. It was hard. It was really hard to do. I mean, we were with that dog for three months, so we were with it from a very small size. And you size. saved it, remember? Uh, we didn't totally save but it. But it, it was getting misdiagnosed with some health issues, and you were like, nope, I don't feel right about this. Yeah, we were at a, at a uh, like, I guess took it was care like an animal urgent care kind of place, yeah. and then we took it to another one because we didn't like how the care was, and then and found it, out that they misdiagnosed and blah, 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 blah. I'm a hero. Who cares? But that's not the... <laughs> I'm a hero, but that's not why we're here to talk about me being a hero, okay. I'm a hero. So until uh, you quit on a dog... You and your family were house training. It. Could not I? I could not fathom being okay with just shit and piss happening in the house. I could not. I know that's the thing. Is I'm, it kills me. I'm hesitant to call Jordan Joe's a monster, but but then she says, "Any tips?" This is what I'll first say. You need to remember that the dog is its own living creature, and I, obviously that's like. I don't say that. That's so plain. But what I mean by that is if you have friends and family around that are upset every time the dog does this or even you say that you don't care that much, but you are frustrated just that you have to clean it up. That's also, stressing out the dog. Oh, my God. Yes. So that you, they you, read your vibes. Right, yes. And, and not s- only that, they read the vibes when, and this is exactly how her family and friends respond each time. She didn't include that, but I also went through her Instagram, mm-hmm. and this is how they respond. They go, how long have you had this fucking dog again, you fucking monster? monster. Like, so now I see where she's like right. th- wondering That's if she's a That's a lot of a mo- comments on her photos. Exactly. I noticed that as well. Oh, nice picture of your dog. Is it shitting everywhere? You've had it a year, you fucking monster. So I see why she thinks people think she's a monster. Oh, so you named your dog Coco. Extremely sad Adorable. movie. Adorable. Sad movie. Yeah, it's R- like, remember no. Remember me. No, remember what to take Pixar me is up to when you name your dog. He shits wherever he wants <laughs> all over the apartment. Okay, so that also says to me that your dog doesn't know where to go. Like dogs, Exactly. You haven't even cornered the dog into going, hey, at least over here on this pee pad. Right, cats know where. Thank you. They're like, smarter. You're, you're setting up like the designated area. Now, I feel like, man... We could do this every letter. We tend to. We are not experts. We don't know ex- what the right course of action is. But I would say d- dogs 
uh, enjoy being outside. They enjoy running. So if you're not taking your dog out to go to the bathroom, I, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to figure out when you would be taking your dog outside. In a year, you've got to be reading the pattern of when your dog usually shits or pisses. Like it, th- there is there is times to it. It's not completely random. Right. I know it seems that way, but there is a little bit of a pattern to it. I, I mean, I only. Truthfully, only a monster would. Until I see the look on my the faces of my friends and family, (laughs) that makes me feel like they're around enough. What what we're what we're not being told is that they all live there. It's a very sitcom heavy living situation. Very full house. I would also say this uh, to Jordan. Good prerequisite. There may be a time in which you need to have someone house sit for you, or dog watch. Like dogs sit for you, and now you've created uh, a literal environment where yeah. this will be difficult for them and your dog. Here's what I need to know, and that's not good. Here's what I need to know: is what is your schedule like, JJ? What's going on? What is your schedule like? You know, because if you got a hectic schedule, I totally get it. And right. you're you're in an apartment, and you don't have a dog door. You're like, you, but there are solutions. There is this. Uh, this one contraption that I'm now not going to be able to find, of course. The, some guy invented, like, this grass pad that your dog can, like... Go on in your house? Go on in your house, and it cleans itself. But isn't there odors? That's the other thing I was I think he's. I think he's covered every base. This sounds like a shark tank. I think it maybe I'll take I'll front you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for ten percent equity. Okay, because honestly, that when I say some guy, I mean myself, and this is some a prototype of. Oh, working really? On. Yeah. Oh, good. But you waited a long time to dovetail into your own business endeavors. Well, that's to me. That's one of the best ways to. Uh, a lot of people jump into the Shark Tank. Right. I wade into the water from the shallow <laughs> end, and I work my way down to the tank level. I'd like to say something uh, while we dig into what this. Th- and you know what? This might be a problem solver for her. There's a picture here. Can I also say, just, she said tips. She did not, she said any tips. The, the indirect reference means this could be about anything. I'm going to say, Jordan Joes, make your bed. Wait, make, you, you think, now do you literally think that that, that this. So there's a picture of a dog on a bed and the bed's not made. Make your bed. You know what? I think that tells you a lot right there. Do you make your bed? Of course, I make my bed every, every morning. morning. Every morning. I, 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 my house is very clean. Mine too. I'm a very clean person. But even that, just make your bed. Make your bed. It's called porch potty. If you got some, if you got some coin to throw down, it looks like it's about 260 bucks. Okay, so that's less than a dollar a day. Porch this, potty. This dog's shitting everywhere. Porchpotty.com. Look, everybody at Porch Potty, am I giving you free advertising right now sure well, maybe not. there's something we're you could do for me you know what i mean you oh do you need a porch potty for your non-existent dog not anymore but my daughter still isn't potty tra- <laughs> <laughs> you guys on the fence with her too how many bells you got up anyways around the house? we'll see if we keep her but it is not looking good right now it is not looking good you got to go dog trainer i think you got to drop the money and you got to go dog trainer look up a dog trainer and I guarantee you it takes less than two weeks. And it, here's what you're going to save. Cleaner, you're going to save paper towels. You're going to save the odor. You're probably having to buy candles. You're right. spraying. Like, Actually, maybe you don't because you don't make your bed and you're a filthy monster. But the point is this. <laughs> you have family and friends coming over to hang out with you. One, make your bed just because you clearly have guests. Yep. But I think for that dog to maybe start to 
it, like in, initiate some sort of vibe of caring about where it shits and pees, you got to care where it shits and pees. And it's not, this isn't just about the dog, JJ. Okay. This is about you. Yeah. This is about your own personal growth because right now. And I, and I'm not saying this to be funny. And when I say it, no one will laugh, but you are shitting the bed that you're not <laughs> making right now. But I think it's, isn't and it you're real? a fucking monster. <laughs> but isn't it real, Rory, that even in your own life, right, you saw the requirements to give this dog a happy life and what it takes to own one. And you said, you said to your wife and to your daughter stuffed animals and told them to tell her, you, we can't fulfill what this dog needs right now based on what our lives are. And let's make sure we find a great forever home for it because, because 100%. we need to. And I would say with the power of dog owner comes great responsibility. A hundred percent. Any animal. And so you're, you're required to set up a good living environment for this dog. That doesn't understand. Right. You and, set and the table. And I'm not trying to seem too harsh, but I'm going to take your letter seriously. And you wrote us, and I appreciate you putting out there, being like, what is your opinion? This is what it is. I hope we're still pen pals after this. I mean, I laid into JJ pretty hard on this. But that's and okay. That's because she's a monster. And well, that's the well, only reason I did she that. She wants to know if she's a monster. You have said, yes, I'm taking Taking it, but but I would just say you, you have a responsibility to your dog, <laughs> and part of that responsibility is taking it outside to use the restroom or investing in a porch potty. But creating a good environment and letting it shit and piss wherever, I don't think is a good environment for you or the dog. More importantly, because you're responsible for that dog. Yeah, you got to step up, JJ. Yeah. Dog trainer, look up dog trainer. Honestly, go drop a little money and go board the dog for two weeks. It'll come back a gem. I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know that it is either. There's places who will, for for on the cheap, people will train your dog. They're very good at it, and they'll do it very quickly, very efficiently, and it won't be crazy money. And honestly, even if it is a little bit higher than you want it to be, it's fucking worth it. You're, yeah. you're, you cannot have shit and piss in your house, and because you don't make your bed, I don't even know that you clean that shit and piss up, to be honest. I think you might just let it linger till it hardens and cakes. You know what I mean? When, well, it's when easier poop to clean cakes. Up. It is easier to clean up when it cakes. <laughs> but is that even happening? I don't know. All right, Anyways. so that's letter number one. Uh, we wish you well, uh, and we hope that your dog gets a little bit better environment, and you do too. Yeah. Thanks for writing us. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back with another letter. This episode is brought to you by Galley Foods. What's for dinner tonight? If you're tired of hearing that nagging question, Galley is the answer. They're a meal delivery service that does all of the cooking for you. Every day, their team of professional chefs prepares fully cooked dinners, so the only work you have to do is turn the oven on. Their menu rotates daily with options like filet mignon with poblano salsa, crab cakes, romesco chicken, and more. They cook with fresh ingredients, sourced locally whenever possible, and best of all, there are no subscriptions. Simply order whenever you need dinner, delivered to your doorstep. Let Galley handle cooking tonight so that you can spend time doing the things you love with the people you love. Head to galleyfoods.com podcast to get $20 off your first order. Again, that's galleyfoods.com podcast and discover the magic of Galley today. Hey guys, your pen pals are here. 
And we want to talk to you about Keeps. Keeps is designed for guys who want to stop hair loss. With their scientific and affordable approach managed entirely on Keeps.com, Keeps is the easiest way to stop hair loss before it's too late. And it's very relatable. There's a lot of people out there. You're like, oh, I have a little less hair than I Mm -hmm. used to. I wonder if there's anything I can possibly do. (laughs) Is there a solution? Yes. There are two clinically proven medications that let you keep your hair. And now they're inexpensive and they're easy to get. Yep. You don't have to lose your hair if you don't want to. And Keeps really works. They offer the only two FDA-approved hair loss products clinically proven to keep the hair you have. No BS, just science. And it's totally safe. These are generic versions of medications that have been around for a while, but now they are cheaper and easier to get. And that's why we want to tell you about Keeps because for for five minutes now and just a dollar a day, You'll never have to worry about hair yeah. loss the sign up. again. Sign up. Takes less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. You answer a few questions. You snap some photos of your uh, your head. And a licensed doctor remotely reviews your information and recommends the right treatment for you, all without ever having to leave your couch. That's right. The doctor never leaves your couch. Guys, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Guys, I actually uh, went through the process of this and checked it all. It is so easy to do. And as I said, they offer versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. Keeps is only $10 to $35 a month. Plus, now you can get your first month free. free. That is a hell of a deal to for, for getting to keep your hair. Yeah. There's so no, quit putting it yep, off. You're agreed. putting it off. That's what you're doing. You're agreed. insecure about it. You're worried about it. Will it work? There's a lot of scams out there. Mm-hmm. We're telling you right now, there's no reason to put it off any longer. You can stop your hair loss today, and it's very easy to do. Sign up with Keeps. Yep. To receive your first month off of treatment for free, go to Keeps.com slash pals. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash pals. That's a free month of treatment at Keeps.com slash pals. Keeps. Hair today. Hair tomorrow. Hey, palers. There's nobody on the planet like you. I believe that because you're my friend. So why would you buy a generic mattress built for anyone else? Helix Sleep built a sleep quiz that takes two minutes to complete, and they use the answers to match your body and sleep performance to the perfect mattress. Whether you're a side sleeper, hot sleeper, like a plush or firm bed with Helix, there's no more guessing or confusion. So just go to helixsleep.com slash pals, P-A-L-S. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. I love you, Helix. So for couples, Helix can even split the mattress down the middle, providing individual support needs and feel preferences for each side. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try out a Helix mattress for 100 nights risk-free. Right now, Helix is offering up to $125 off all mattress orders. So get up to $125 off at helixsleep.com slash pals, P-A. L-S. That's helixsleep.com slash pals for $125 off your mattress order. One more time, helixsleep.com slash pals. And we're back. <laughs> we're laughing because we had a lot of fun during the break. <laughs> Didn't we, Dan? Oh, it's been two days and it was great. <laughs> we took a two-day break between letters. <laughs> right, that was uh we were we were honest in that last letter. Yeah, that may be the first time I've been honest about anything in my entire life. Really? I don't know. Oh, well, I was really glad to be here for it. I don't know. All right, do you want to get into our next letter? Yes. Okay, here we go. We're hit us off. 
Um, this is uh, well. Let me let's 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 do it right, folks. Let's go to the letter. <laughs> All right, this is another DM from Instagram. Uh, This is from uh, at Mary E. Craft, Mm -hmm. uh, who I may or may not know from uh, a certain city I've recently been to. Um, I'm going to have to check and see if it's the same person. Well, you think this is somebody you know? It might be. I mean, it's our pen pal, so we know them all. But you know them pre-letter? I no. I, I, I. It's only occurring to me now that I think I, I know this person. What are your thoughts on that? Does that does that make the whole thing sound illegal? No, not to me at all. They've written us. <laughs> it, is there a legality to I it? I want it to sound illegal. Yep. It's a person that I mean. You know. I, she, can I say what she does? Why not? It's she's the- uh, she's one of the voices on uh, Squidbillies. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, a very funny uh, comedian. Um, improviser, comedian, sketch, the, the world of comedy. Got it. Um, the topic is karma, the ethics of eating shellfish. I already like this. Right. Is karma real or are there just consequences for bad decisions and cruel behavior? Are any of our actions truly selfless? Or does everything we do somehow benefit uh, or further the self? I'll read that again. Or does everything we do somehow benefit or further the self? I could never drop a live lobster or crab into boiling water unless I or a loved one was being threatened with physical harm. But I will eat the shit out of one. Can you guys? Have you guys? What does this say about me? Have you ever heard of someone being threatened into dropping a live crustacean or shellfish <laughs> into boiling my water? I mean, should we do that? Is that happening or something we should check out? Mary. All right. Let's unpack, uh, let's, it. Let's, let's unpack it at the, at the top here. Okay. Is karma real or are there just consequences for bad decisions and cruel behavior? That alone right there. And and future note to all people who who wonder what is should I send something? What should I send when I when I get in touch with my pen pals? Just so you know, even just that first question mm-hmm. could be a three hour conversation. Right. That's what we mean when we say write a lot or write a little, but if you're gonna write a little Make it make it meaty like that. That's such a great question. And I would say, if you ask something like that, tell us pers- like give us some personal insight as to yeah. why you feel that way, as yeah. she does in the rest of the course of this letter. And you guys can choose to believe that we're actually doing this uh, or not. But because that question is so good, um, we're going to send Mary. Uh, she listed it here, her home address. Mm-hmm. We're going to send her a check for two thousand dollars just for having a really great letter and a really it. great yep. question. So she'll get that. Um, very soon I appreciate because it's that such a good that. letter. So if, if, you, if you, have, you think you have a good letter, send it in and there's a Who chance knows? you go get $2,000. Right. Um, Karma, Dan, hit me. What is it? Who is it? This, How is it? I mean, it? that gets into like the whole spiritual stuff, right? Sure. I, I think it can or it can't. I th- it, it, To believe in karma, does that mean you have to believe in some higher sense of something? That there is an overseeing yeah, something, right? deciding punishment. There's a balance to the universe, and you, you, it balances you out depending on how you act. It, do, I think, it means you do have to believe in some sort of special energy that keeps track of these things, right? That does say, "Oh, Dan, you," which isn't that kind of narcissistic. Intentionally yelled at that person, so now you're going to get yelled at, or something like that. But I mean, isn't that a little narcissistic to think like that, to believe whatever, in karma? 
is is believing in karma narcissistic. Yeah, that you're saying, oh, I affect I affect enough of the universe that it pays attention to every single thing I do, which is kind of what Christianity does. Like, oh, I I told one little lie. Oh, Santa I, Claus. Right? Yeah, yeah. That that's that, Easter Bunny. That my my uh, lying to a coworker about liking their shirt is on the same level of judgment against like. Yeah, genocide. Easter Bunny not as creepy as Santa. You know, Santa Claus going around watching know, everybody. A feral rabbit into your house. No, but I mean, I mean the Easter Bunny to but, hide things. But Santa, Santa is like going around making sure, seeing who, how you're behaving. The Easter Bunny is oh, more that like song is the creepiest thing, man. He knows when I you're sleeping. Like he Bunny, knows when you're awake. Exactly. The Easter Bunny doesn't care about your. The Easter Bunny is like, fuck it. We got so much chocolate. Everybody right. Get gets it chocolate. Out. Yep. Everyone gets chocolate. Yeah. Here are chocolate versions of me. Bite into that. Right. Eat that. And then, you know this too? I don't give a like, shit. Oh, you're a bad kid? Dude, I have so much fucking chocolate, it doesn't matter. Everything Santa gives you, he he quote unquote makes. Exactly. But the Easter Bunny, nobody's asked where he, he gets He shows up with stuff. Cadbury. He's buying it at 7-Eleven. He has to be. He has to. Or she has to. We don't know much about That's the Easter true. Bunny. You're we right. really don't know yeah, gender. Yeah, yeah. Although, do you, you remember the movie Critters? No, I never saw Critters. Oh, man. You know, there was like just every week there was a new crazy horror movie in the 80s. Of course. There's one where You mean like, the golden age. The Critters get inside the Easter Bunny suit with the guy who's wearing it outside oh, the church. Oh, no. Yeah. And what do they do? Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't ruin it. <laughs> yeah. That was some bad karma for the Critters. Oh, shit. oh, oh my gosh. Oh, God. Oh, Guys. <laughs> Oh, a water bottle with a lid tipped over. We had a coffee spill. We're good. We're all good. And you, <laughs> oh, you here's did the, spill. But here's the thing. Okay, karma. That's what I'm wondering. Was it because okay, you were? I, did you tip that over because you were bad mouthing karma, or because I because I made the Easter Bunny to, to out to seem like he doesn't care about kids' behavior? See, that's karma the other thing with karma back. too. If like something, this coffee just spilled on me. In all honesty, it really, I really did just spill coffee. Right, but. How can I pinpoint the thing that I did that would be the karma paying me back for that? Also, when does the loop end? Thank you. Like I said to my mom, she was always big on like the golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated. Sure. Then I go, but what if you're on the other end of that? I'm treating someone how they want to be treated. They're a piece of shit, so therefore, I'm a piece of shit to them. I didn't, I'm not the start of this loop. I'm the end of it. So you think you're you're Bruce Willis. <laughs> What <laughs> from Looper? Oh yes, exactly. You're, yeah, but uh, yeah, that that's a great. Uh, what God, if this I'm, is good. What if this I'm is just really good. the end of the karma? Yeah. So me giving me telling that person to fuck off. Well, I was fulfilling their karma, not starting my own new bad one. Yes. Yeah, so then, then it then it's it's a question of like, well, then, and, and maybe this is the thing. Like, oh, that guy. I think I think the approach there is that you're still expected to treat others how you want to be treated. But I, but which that, means it's it's on. I, and I think no, what creates the good energy me to treat them that way. But I'm saying what creates the good energy is that you go despite that person's behavior. I'm still going to treat them the way I want them to treat me. And then you hope that they have some sense of an awakening to go. I'm an asshole, right? But here's the other thing too. I've thought about this. Okay, so karma. I think it also just kind of is. What do you put into the world tends to be what you get back. And I don't mean on a spiritual level. I mean on a literal level, right? So if you know somebody who's an asshole, who's constantly like, they fuck up my order here every time. This sucks. Or like, 
uh, they let those other people go before me. Well, you might be a person who is constantly ordering your food in a dickish way because you're an asshole. And so they don't really put much care into whether or not they forgot onions or not. Yeah. Whereas if you're a person who asks somebody like, hey, man, how's your day going? And the guy at Chipotle is like, pretty good. Thanks. What can I get for you? And you're like, uh, can I get that? Da, 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 da. And I don't want the onions or anything. Um, hey, uh, you get to get out. You know, you just make nice small talk. They might take a little bit more care to make sure they get your men- So do you tend to get a free soda or a free bag of chips because you're a nice person. Do you tend to get your order fucked up because they didn't really give a shit about you because you're a dick? But also, you have to approach it with this mindset of like, oh, I ordered politely, I use manners, and I understand this order could still be c- come back wrong sure. and this waiter or waitress could still treat me like shit. Sure. That is the energy that you're like, I put out the positive energy. Why did it come back like that? And I, I think it's because some people just aren't aware or ready to receive or want to put out good energy. Some people are just fried to the core or they just don't have it or they don't have the awareness to go, oh, I'm, I create negative energy. I, I know. know. Oh, I agree. Those people are not we aware know of it. We know so many people that create negative energy yes. and they don't even get it. And it almost blows your mind. And you wonder, like, does it really take just one person going, hey, do, do you know that your constant thing is negative energy? I'll, and I'll leave it at that. Right. <laughs> You'd like to believe that would be enough, right? Right. Like, if someone told me that, I would think about that for days. And then I would be like, I gotta, wait, well, what? <laughs> here, here's the thing, right? So, th- I parallel this with, like, uh, with politics, where it's like, there's the there's the candidate, right? And then there's the... Did you say candidate? Yes. Okay. And then there's the politician, you have to kind of be a good candidate to then get the job of being a good politician. And in our career, let's be honest, you you might be a good actor, mm-hmm. but you kind of have to be a good energy in the room of the audition or yeah. the pitch meeting or whatever so that then they're like, oh, I like this person. I wanna, yeah. And then they find out whether or not you can actually fucking act or not. Sure. But the, the acting had nothing to do with just kind of who you were in the room and what kind of energy you put yeah. out. There's a lot of people who can pull that off. And then and so they you say see, action and everyone's like, what the fuck? Why right? doesn't this add up? <laughs> right. But then the other way is we have people in our lives who are like, nothing ever fucked to work. And they're like, yeah, but you're putting out an energy that nobody ever kind of wants to work with you. Yeah. Yes, you are really funny. Yes, you are a good actor, but you kind of have to... Now, is that karma? I don't really... I think that's just another word for it. I get I get free stuff Well, here's let me, all the time, and I think it's because I'm nice to people. But people I think, are like, why do you always... Of course you got a free round of drinks. I'm like, well, I was just nice to the guy. It didn't just happen. Yeah, but that's people's, I think, awareness of, of your niceness. And people going, ah, give that guy. You know, I mean, there's like... Right. I'm not a nice, I'm not trying to say I'm a but, nice person, but no, I'm no, nice but to you're, people. But you're aware of other people's niceness, and you're also inclined to sure. just go, like, oh, hey, you, I got this thing that I don't need. I already have one of whatever. Like, oh, I got two T-shirts. Oh, who should I give my other one to? The person who pops in your head naturally the first time is probably, oh, yeah, just give it his own. He's always nice. Now, when they get like, that like, shirt, is that, but when, now, when, they, when they get that shirt, is that karma for them? Maybe. Well, here's the definition of karma. Okay. The sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence. Oh well. Viewed as deciding their fate in future existences, and I think this goes back to the second part of Mary's uh, question here. That is strictly about uh, 
killing a crab or a lobster sure. in what we can all agree is a, a horrible way that, um, to drop a live yeah. anything Why into shoot boiling it? water. I always shoot them first. Well, That's, shotgun? You do sawed off shotgun? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had but, lobster. I did, what? You gotta work around it when you eat it, but it's a much more humane and quicker way to kill it. It's so around the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You might have a. uh, Why would you take the time to torture them? You might have a dog shits everywhere style kitchen, it sounds like. (laughs) Um, But uh, (laughs) uh, I I personally. I can I can 100% relate to this, and I bet you 90% of people can who eat lobster or crab. Sure. I bet you most people are like, oh, yeah, I would love to eat the shit out of that stuff. I don't feel right about putting a live creature into boiling water. Why? I think that is now a thing that they do. They used to do that for some reason. Like, it was I mean, freshness they, they or, do it at the Santa Barbara Shellfish Company. They to, still do it? Because yeah. I, I heard they, like, don't – people don't do that anymore. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm also just uh, – How would you kill it? I don't know. I think what they do is they, I think cyanide, they make it, I don't know. And then you eat, and that adds then they like, serve that Well, the people? cyanide is like, acts as a salt, so it brings out a lot of the flavors oh, okay. when you yeah. go to eat it. Yeah. Um, uh, the question that she asks here, are any of our actions truly selfless, or does everything we do somehow benefit or further the self? And this also, the definition I just read, here's what I, I truly... I truly think, and it's so crazy that I actually thought about this last night when I was taking a shower. And I used to have a joke about this, that all the horses that pull carriages at, like, you know, Central Park in Mm -hmm. New York City, Mm -hmm. most people, I think, see that and they feel something for those horses. They feel as though that's not that horse's existence. That's not happiness. That's not. So a joke I used to do, and maybe we'll bring back. We'll see how the popularity of the podcast goes. But uh, I... I always said, don't feel bad for those horses because in a previous life, they were the assholes driving the carriage. There you go. And, this, and so now walk by those horses and be like, you're getting exactly what you fucking deserve. How much for my wife and I to take the carriage for the whole day? Same horse. <laughs> I was like, that's how you can treat it and feel better. And I and I started thinking, oh, that's karma. That's you know reincarnation. That's, that's paying your debts in previ- sure. future existences. But then, and it's so bizarre that we have this letter. I thought, well, then what does that make me? Does that just give me an excuse to yell and hate this horse? What does that mean of me? But then would you be a horse the next go around? That's what I th- – so the, the conclusion I came to is that uh, it's not your job to to judge or decide. If you were to see a horse and you knew for a fact that that horse was carrying a carriage and you knew for a fact – that that horse in a previous life was the guy who, like, or woman who drove the horse carriage, mm-hmm. The you should still care for that horse and be like, no, this is wrong, despite the previous life, despite this right. person's faults. Right. I still think that horse can should get better than this. And it's that energy that makes that horse and everything go, oh, you've sh- now you've shown me the better I, I now see there's a you've put out a positive right. energy there's maybe an awakening to break that loop of just constantly two fucking people who are i'm the horse now i'm the horse guy. now i'm the horse now i'm the horse <laughs> does that make sense yeah but I, <laughs> that's just something i was pondering in the uh shower yes i take deeper showers than all of you oh, it doesn't make me a better person there's a lot of times i'm much. just standing in the shower thinking it makes me slightly better and deeper but that's not a big and deal. cleaner and very clean. I'm in there for a very, very long, time. long time. Do not care about the drought. 
<laughs> okay, but then what about the question, does everything we do somehow benefit or further the self? I would say, yeah, and what's wrong if, with that? It, it, I, I think it does, and I think it's, but it only truly does if we have an awareness of of really thinking about the consequences and uh, and of your actions. Like I think, for for example, and I think the maybe the reason that she brought this up, but it is that you can sit there and feel guilt free eating a lobster that someone else killed for you, but. If you could, if you had to kill the lobster, would you still do it? Would you still eat the lobster? But not having to know the atrocities that it went through, are you, you know, are you okay with that? Are you okay eating? Well, maybe the thing? that lobster was a dick, and this is that lobster's karma. But this goes back to the horse thing I just said. That's you're still you should still step up. And your mom tried to teach you this, but you were so dumb. I know. <laughs> I know. I I know. But I, I think know. I, I think you're still expected to go, oh, I know, I know what's right and what I should do. And it doesn't just because it's easier for me to not have to be the the one that kills the animal makes you wonder, like, well, should I still eat it? I'm and I'm not here to preach if what people should eat or not eat. Right. But I know a lot of people that you know, they wouldn't take a, a gun or a, a, a bow and arrow out and, you know, shoot uh, an animal that they're hunting, but they'll gladly eat meat or they'll also... Well, they'll that's also, the whole and, movement and, of eat, and they'll only eat, eat what you hunt. Uh, there's a ton of people that eat meat and still also criticize people with how animals are treated. I'm I'm just guilty of these things, too. But it, it is a matter of going, all right, well, at what point do you step up and go, I think this is wrong, so I'm not going to contribute to it on the back end. I'm not going to... You right. know what I, Does that make sense? Just if you think it's wrong. If you if your own personal thing, right. I think I think karma. My belief, I do I do personally believe in karmic energy, and I think it's all individual based on uh, you. I can't say if there's some higher energy that's watching yeah, over keeping tabs on everybody, but I will say there's one picture on online here that I'm looking at that I think maybe paints a great image for everybody. It's a bunch of dominoes all set up in a circle, and a tiny person is standing on one of them and has just pushed them over to all go down. Right. Meaning they're all going to go around and, and eventually it's going to land on that person. Right. I think you could probably look at most most things like that. What goes around comes around type. Uh, on a micro level or a ma- on a macro level? Oh, I think a macacro. You probably didn't study that in college. No, nope, um, my mom probably tried to teach me that too. <laughs> your mom tried to teach your macacros. <laughs> all right, macacro economics. But, Let's get into it. And the idea of whether or not it serves self... If you and I went down to Puerto Rico right now, and we are, and we, and just so everyone knows, we are in the money of being able to do that. Oh, and we yeah, might yeah, do yes, that yeah, after we're yeah. done with this episode. And we start helping, like rebuild. Yeah. Selflessly. Yeah. In quotes. Yeah. Because wouldn't we get something out of that feeling of helping those people? You would get that nourishment, that actual, that the, actual so, thing you can't yes. touch or see. So I'm serving the self. While selflessly serving other people, one hundred percent. So what's wrong? So the question I is: I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think everything we do should further or benefit the self. Just make sure it doesn't only benefit the self. It's fine if everything you do also benefits you, but try to make quite a bit of it also benefit somebody else. Yeah, but I, I see these two questions as one: they are any of our actions truly selfless? I think that no. would be selfless. But if you are going down there, going, oh yeah, like. Here's the thing. I don't know if there's a right or wrong to saying, you know what makes me feel good knowing that I was able to put people in houses. And then people go, oh, you, so you do it because it makes you feel good. See? I would go, there's nothing wrong with that. I would, I would say, agree. Exactly. I, I, 
I could argue going on stage, as we both know, going on stage and having a great set, you know, makes you feel so good. You right. love it. But you don't feel that unless the room is feeling it, too. So you get to walk away going, oh, people laughed. And I know at certain moments they got to, without their own knowledge, subconsciously not think about the heavier things. Right. They got to, like, laugh is, off something. Which and is, you got to feel the high of their acceptance of your joke, of your idea. Right. So it, 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 I don't think it's it's selfish, but I, I definitely— if I wasn't going to feel that high, I can't say that I'm like, oh, yeah, let me go on stage to make people feel better. I wouldn't – I don't know that I'd be able to actually do my job if I didn't feel that high. I wouldn't be good at my job. That right. high is what makes me know how to do it. So you would stop doing it even if it brought other people joy if you didn't enjoy it. <sighs> but here's like the Steve th- Martin. But here's the Once thing. Once he was done with it, he was done. Yeah. I think that's right. And he could have kept making thousands and thousands of people every night happy. Sure. But he wasn't getting anything out of it. Yeah. I think if you're not getting anything out of it, I think your gauge is ruined. So you don't know, am I making people feel better? I don't know, because I'm not feeling better. It's just like he said in his book, too, where he was like, you know, I, I would I would just order my food at a restaurant and people would laugh. He was like, my gauge for what was funny was thrown yeah. off completely because people just laughed at everything. It's like, oh, yeah, now you're not, are you really servicing anyone without your gauge? You have no clue. You don't want to just say something. Right. Like, I don't know. Uh, that book we're talking about is Born Standing Up, if anybody wants Fantastic to Fantastic book. Uh, um, I would listen to it. That's what I recommend is people listening to it. Uh, what does it say about me? Have you ever heard of someone being threatened by drop, threatened into dropping a live crustacean or selfish, shellfish into boiling water? I mean, should we do that? Is that happening or something we should check out? I don't I think, think that's, so. I, th- I think she's joking. I think that's true. Oh, we're doing funny. a bit? Well, I think, she, like, have you ever heard of someone being threatened into dropping a live crustacean or shellfish into but boiling water? Then, does she saying, though, that, that that would then justify it? No, I think she's just wondering, should we? I, I don't know. I think it's an interesting question, whether she's joking or not, is, like, if someone's like, all right, I would like to order the lobster. It's like, all right, well, you got to come and kill it. Ooh. <laughs> I, th- I think that would just be interesting to, to see who could do it and who couldn't. <laughs> I completely I, agree. I have... I I have a hard time with it. So let's start out with the very first thing, and we'll 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 cl- roll wrap it up on this. Is karma real? I think it's real. You do. I think it's real. And if you don't think it's real, you are going to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that what I think that it comes down to, and maybe this is karma. Just what you're putting out tends to be what you're getting back. Yeah, I think that's in anything. Yeah, right. But which is why the I love believe you in that energy. Take is equal to the love you make. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that was the monkeys that said that. For anybody who's curious, yeah. that was the monkeys. Davy Jones crushing it. Crush town. All right. Thanks, pen pals. These were our letters for today. I like this. Uh, let's remind everybody who may not know. Maybe maybe they're on a car trip right now. And yeah. somebody, uh, their friend put this on and they're asleep and they're listening. If you want to be our pen pal... Where can people do that, Rory? Well, can I make a quick note first? If you enjoyed this episode, just know that next time, right before you start the episode, do it in your living room, turn on the speakers, start a fire, and uh, make yourself some hot chocolate. I don't care how hot it is outside. Do that and just kind of sit there with our voices. You know what I mean? And let us talk about the deeper stuff. Why not? Yeah. And never forget that one girl is a monster. Um, (laughs) Hopefully, Hopefully not. She's not a monster. No, no, no. She might be. I'm just saying hopefully soon she's a, we, she's we a, help this dog's environment. She's a caring woman, and that's why she wrote that, because she wants to know. Should I? Am I should, can I and should I do better? Yes. 
Um, yeah, you want to hit us up? Hit us up at the Pen Pals Pod on Instagram. It's also the Pen Pals Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Get on those DMs. Send us letters. Uh, you can also email us at thepenpalspod at gmail.com. And I'll tell you what, we're starting to get a nice flow of snail mail yeah. into the studio here. And uh, that studio is... Care of the Pen Pals, Rory Scoville and Daniel Van Kirk, 1700 West Burbank Boulevard, Burbank, California, 91506. Come see us in person. Write us your letters. Be our Pen Pals. And remember, it's your podcast. We just, we just talk, talk about, about it. it. All right. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scoville.